0: Hey, peeps. This is Trish. I want to share something with you today. So back in the day when I was starting Spring OT, we had grown, we had some admin help, we had a therapist or two. And I had systems, let's put that in quotations, meaning I had like spreadsheets and Google Docs, and more spreadsheets and a few emails. And finally, my therapists and my team, very small team, begged me to do something all under one umbrella. No more duct tape systems, they said, Trish. Please, please get a real system. So what did you do, Trish? Well, Ashley, let me tell you. (laughs) I always talk about time being precious and needing to buy back our time, because we've only got two assets, we've got time as money and time is the most limited resource that we have. I'm on a mission to help OT entrepreneurs save that time, no more $10 tasks, so that you can use it for what really matters. And that is being the CEO of your company, who can implement your growth only you can do that. Agreed. So, yep. Yeah. I know, I know you believe in this. So when you have systems in place, everything just falls into line. That chaos that you feel turns into order. The duct tape goes away. And you know, you become clearer and have more control. So I want you, the listeners, to imagine what it would be like to have more time to pursue the ambitions and the mission and the impact that you wanna have as you grow your OT business
1: instead of just drowning in all those routine tasks. So you turned all that chaos into order and <laughs> yep. you got a system in place yep. and not just, you know, papers and Excel and duct tape, but you got an EMR that exactly. brought everything together. That is exactly why I built Therabyte for OTs just like you who are growing your business. And I know that that's a past version and a current version of you as you step back into working a little bit with clients. So... Uh if you are still looking for that EMR to suit your needs, Therabyte is the EMR for OTs. So head over to therabyte.app to learn more about it. And if you want to hang out a little bit more with me, not only did I build the Therabyte, but I'm also guest coaching in Trish's program, Road to 100K, until the end of June.
0: We're so check that out
1: us- too. We're happy to have a systems expert in there. Thanks, Ashley. You're welcome, Trish. Take care. Therabyte.app.
0: Hi there. Welcome to OTs Get Paid, the podcast for OT entrepreneurs where we learn about everything you need to know to move from thinking like a therapist to acting like a CEO and making good money along the way. Are you curious how to continue to be true to your mission of helping others as an OT and get paid what you're worth? Do you wanna know the best tips that add zeros to your bank account? Do you wonder how other OTs do it too? I'm your host, Trish Williams, a Canadian, a mom, a not-so-closet choir nerd, an occupational therapist of over 26 years. I spent most of those years loving my profession, but secretly wishing I could get paid a lot more. Did I feel like I had an important job that had great impact on my clients and society? Check. Did I also wish I could feel validation in that work through getting paid enough to feel financial freedom? Check, check. So finally in my forties, as a single mom who needed to get real with my income, I built two six-figure businesses, including my latest as an OT entrepreneur coach at Trish Williams Consulting. And through this, I heard the secret shame that others felt the same way too. So I'm raising my voice and raising my profile of this issue and probably raising my prices. I'm here to talk about OTs making money. So let's do like Scrooge McDuck and dive into those giant piles of gold coins and get swimming and start this episode. Welcome OT entrepreneurs to the OT's Get Paid Podcast, episode 58. I'm your host, Trish Williams, and today we are going to be discussing getting started in your OT business. We've done a few episodes that support this really important topic. We're coming at it from a bit of a different way again today. But I would love you to go back and listen to these episodes if this is a topic that resonates for you. I did a topic called six, pardon me, an episode called Six Money-Breaking Decisions, which was season one, episode 12. There, one of the six money-breaking decisions was being too scared and not putting your idea out there as it reflects in costing you money. That makes sense. The longer you keep on your idea and not share it with the world and not have a chance to make income off it, that is a money-breaking decision. We also discussed this in depth in terms of some of the psychology of this topic in episode 49 with Karlyn Neek called, When High Achievers Get Stuck. We also discussed this in season two, episode eight, on who do you need to be to run a successful OT business? We also discussed this in more depth. It was such a great conversation and a topic people loved that we had a Get Paid Perks about it in the OT's Get Paid Facebook group, which you are more than welcome to join by clicking on a link in the show notes. And also at our OT Entrepreneur Summit, and I'm thinking back to those of us who all attended last November 2021. Before we get more in-depth in today's topic, a little update. I found that many of you do listen chronologically, so it's always a balance between making some of these episodes evergreen and also feeling like it's a conversation in real time. So today, we'll do a bit more of the conversation in real time. As I'm recording this, it's mid-August, and I took the majority of the summer off. I have been back at work, technically, for one day. (laughs) Those of you who listened to some previous episodes may have heard me talk about the fact that I had planned on going back to camp, and indeed, I did In episode 54, I talk about sitting quietly to hear the answer as a way to make decisions. And in this episode is when I first talk about my idea of returning back to my former summer camp. And I did. I did go when I was on staff. And it was a forced month of no Wi-Fi, no electronics, no nothing. And it was wonderful. Interestingly, I could do a TED Talk on or a podcast, everything I learned about being a PEDS OT, I actually learned at camp. (laughs) Or reflecting on, is it at all shocking that the 18-year-old, me, who was last at camp in 1988, had the lead in the camp play, kept getting promoted in the counseling staff, had incredible ability to make incredible connections with others, worked hard and incredibly long hours always found joy and fun in any type of activity, knew how to live in nature and in camp craft skills, learned how to build a program, learned how to speak in front of an audience, and the teenager who finished every single swim level possible, which, for those of you who have listened to season one, episode one, knows that this directly led me to being an OT, it was all there. At 18, (laughs) this 52-year-old saw it as soon as I got back on campgrounds and thought, there is no surprise in who I turned out to be as a 52-year-old adult today. And yes, for those of you who have a connection to a place or an organization or fond memories, the answer is you can go home again. Additionally, this summer I chose to drive from Calgary, Alberta, where I live, to Muskoka, Ontario, where I used to go to camp, and that's about 3,300 kilometers, which for those of you who are not using kilometers, that's 2,000 miles, and it gave me time to really slow down. After two years of COVID, and this time having no kids in the back seat. this drive was an amazing time for reflection. I was able to really focus on the joy of the process, not just the destination. And going there was five days and coming back it was four. And I had the chance to visit diners and catch up with old friends in their cities that I happened to pass by. I was able to dive into lakes and visit beaches with my bathing suit in the back seat and going for midday swims in the lakes in Ontario and Manitoba. And this is relevant as it also gave me plenty of time to reassess building a business that works for me. And we talk about this often, building a business that works for you. That's one of the benefits of entrepreneurship. And you might've seen a bunch of memes out there that say, great, I traded working 40 hours a a week for working for someone else, for working 80 hours a week plus working for myself. And that can be very true. And there are some seasons of that. But it was another reminder of how we and me need to build businesses that work for ourselves. So I need to build more time off away in the summer and do an even better job of planning ahead and communicating that in a solid way with everyone. As some of you know, and I won't be getting into a lot of it, I have had some health issues, they are still in existence, I am still trying to figure out exactly what this myriad of symptoms means, and that is also something that I have to reassess and think what will work best for my future. So those of you who maybe haven't heard this in a while, or this is the first time you're hearing this, I give you permission. In fact, I encourage you to build a business that works for you. Lastly... As of the first week of September, I will be an official empty nester. My youngest is away to university. And I know that some of you listening, you cannot imagine your wee kids being gone. You may have grabbed time to listen to this podcast on a walk or in your car, on your way to doing errands for your family or going to and from work. And you cannot imagine what it would be like to not have little people underfoot 24-7, or even bigger people of those of you. And those of you without, you know, people, babies and your fur babies, imagine having them just leave. I now live alone, and I continue to be a single parent. And against many odds, because the kids have been my full-time responsibility for now, my son is off at university and my daughter will be off at university in a week's time from you listening to this. I know kids come back. <laughs> I know this. My son will be graduating soon. However, for now, it is quote unquote done. Both of them are launched, which means I did it.
1: Hey, Trish. Yes, Ashley. As an OT entrepreneur who's just starting to make money, I bet you've thought, oh my gosh, I just got my first few clients. What the heck do I do now? Don't worry. At Therabite, we have you covered. We heard you and we created intake and consent templates just for you. So you've downloaded the template and now you can say, amazing, I know exactly how to get my client started.
0: Oh, I wish I'd had this in the beginning. I pulled everything together and needed something this efficient. Okay. So where can listeners find these templates, Ashley?
1: Super easy. The link will be in the show notes. You just hop over to our website, find templates, and you've got your download. Sounds great.
0: means I really did it. And I'm really proud of that. And that was a massive goal. And it took so much time and so much effort. And as I sit in this moment, I realize it's time to start again. It's truly a new chapter for me, too. Again, living alone, running my own business, kids out of the house, more time than I could ever imagine on my plate, more space than I could ever imagine in my home, and (laughs) what is it? There are no rules. You can tell I watch Bachelor. Podcasts a lot, listen to Bachelor podcasts a lot, or watch The Bachelorette a lot. There are no rules this season. There are no rules. There kind of are no rules. So it's a new chapter for me as well, as those of you who might be listening to this thinking about starting your own company. So I sit here having started two OT businesses, and also, as I mentioned, truly being in a new space, a new space that so many of you understand. I hear these words. I hear the words, oh my goodness, I don't know where to start. Oh my gosh, I've got a great idea, but it's not the right time to start this OT business. Wait a second, what if this business idea bombs? Many of my questions are similar, believe it or not, as I listen to messages of change within myself around, do I move? Do I stay in Calgary, Alberta? Do I bring on a roommate? Do I cohabitate with my partner? Am I brave enough to take up the new hobbies that I've really always wanted to do, but have been too scared to try, because I'm older and far less fit now than I was before I wanted to try some of these new hobbies, for example, a triathlon. And am I am I going to start? And not knowing where to start was also the most common refrain that we heard in the Road to 100K program, where we ended our first round at the end of June 2022. And wow, I'll be doing future podcasts about this, and we will certainly be running that program again. So today's highlight on this topic of just start really is about thinking isn't doing. That is the mindset piece that I want you to take away today. What do we all do that doesn't work? So many of us are in pre-planning mode. And again, I'll continue to tell some stories about me because I've heard from so many of you that it makes you feel more connected and like I'm an actual human and we're having a real conversation as opposed to it being about me. I don't want this to be about me. I'm sharing stories for connection, really. So, so many of us pre-plan, and when in doubt, we will all do more research. I mean, I kind of haven't met anybody that doesn't. That's an OT, to be honest. So, for example, I know the cleanliness standards of every hotel, motel, in swift current Saskatchewan. I bet you, not many of you do. (laughs) I know, in my research mode for my drive across the country, I know the best beach, for me, because it depends on what you want in a beach, between Kenora, Ontario, and Winnipeg, Manitoba. I know the best prices for the gear for my daughter's dorm room that I can find in her very small, very far away college town from where we live. I know the exact time difference between where my son lives and he goes to school and where I live, plus kind of when he goes to bed, when his mind will start kicking in so that I can pretty Clearly, predict exactly when he's going to text me wanting to discuss his stress and his worries. (laughs) And I guarantee it's not at a time that works for me, people. (laughs) I'm pretty much trying to get to sleep. Does any of this prepare me for the time when it comes to just get on a plane and leave her at school? Does this really prepare me for when I need to pick up the phone and listen and? offer guidance to my 21-year-old son at university. Does any of this really prepare me for that time to dive into the lake? Maybe. I'm not sure it does. These will be translated into thoughts and phrases that you say, such as, but Trish, I need a website first. But first I need logos and colors before I can launch my business idea. But I, I, first I need like to know that my idea is so amazing and original and how I'm totally different than any other ped's therapy clinic out there for example and have proof that it's going to work. Or this is totally the wrong time, Trish, you don't understand. I have like little kids and I work part-time and I have a family. That's what you might hear coming up for you. Or do we all just jump together? So here's the crux again of what I'm trying to say that you can do differently that you would not have known before this podcast, which is the decisions that you are making right now act as a wall between you launching your business. The decisions that most of us are making right now is just busy work. Do you think that my spending oodles of time scouting for the best place to pick up a Swiffer mop (laughs) in the middle of nowhere, Nova Scotia, where my daughter is going to university is really about getting the best deal and making sure I don't have to pack a mop on a gosh darn airplane. I mean, maybe. But what else do you think it could be about? Do you think it could be that some of this busy work, granted it needs to get done, but do you think a lot of this busy work could really be helping me get ready to start? I mean, the start's coming, whether I like it or not. The busy work might have a little bit of meaning, but it also can delay the start for so many of us. So stop waiting for it all to be perfect. For example, my kids, a week from you listening to this, both of them will be gone to university. Are they perfect? (laughs) No. Am I the perfect parent? No, I could probably tell you a list of 100 things I did wrong before I could tell you a list of 100 things I did right. But I did it. And they're kind of launched, kind of (laughs) messy. But we started, they've started something new. If I was so concerned with doing it right all the time, I would have exploded into a million pieces because it was just me. I know you. I can see you out there. You don't have a team. (laughs) You might have a person in your life or a partner or somebody that can act as a sounding board. They probably aren't an OT. They might not even be an entrepreneur. So, if I concerned, and I certainly have a team of people I can lean on for decisions with parenting, but if I really was concerned with always doing it right, I would have never shown up. And I sure wouldn't have gone back to camp this summer. What 52-year-old woman goes back to camp to work in the office? I spent July laminating stuff (laughs) when I'm the CEO of a company. I mean, come on. Where's the, where's the logic in that? But I did it. And if I hadn't started any of those things, I wouldn't have found the success from owning two OT companies and the joy of parenting and even the joy of going back to camp. So I want you to th- reflect on my more personal stories and how it can really relate to some of the stories that you might be telling yourself that are holding you back. I always recommend a word to my clients and to those of you who have the weekly CEO report. It's free, by the way. Go for it. Grab it in the show notes. It will help you plan and reflect on everything you've done that week as a CEO. We need time in our weeks as CEO to plan and reflect on what our to-do list should have been and did we do it. And this creates a format and there's prompts. It is amazing. I've been doing it for years. And every single one of people in my courses get it and they learn how to use it. And additionally, it's also free for you to use. And I encourage people to choose a word per year or per quarter. Last year, off the top of my head, what the heck was mine? Mm, I think it was focus. Focus. I think it was focus. So every time I showed up at work, was I in focus? Were the decisions I was making focused on my goals? Was really it. It wasn't really like an executive functioning thing. It was more am I focused on the outcomes that I want to be achieving? Recently, I had a therapist that expanded it to help me with this time of great transition in my home and in my health. Oh yeah. I'm not going to pretend I'm not seeing a therapist. I'm coming at this from all sides, people. This is partially mindset work as well as growth as a human and figuring out my health stuff and actually getting kids on airplanes to go to university. Okay, I don't pretend that I'm not using therapy when it is necessary. So the therapist suggested that I take a word and dedicate it to my whole life. And at first I was like, yeah, 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 I know what that is. I've done that Blah, 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 blah. But I really haven't done it for my whole entire life. Meaning, are you living your deepest intention every day with your life? And for me, it would not just be, it wouldn't be just being a mom or a CEO, but as like myself. And it sounds so trite and banal, but it was really meaningful. So I was pretty shocked when I reflected on that that I show up in integrity every day, but I don't really have that word that I'm working towards. And by the way, I'm working on getting a word. I don't quite have it yet. But if you guys are interested, you can DM me or uh, put some notes in the OTs Get Paid Facebook group because I'd be happy to share when I land on it. But the therapist shared with me her word and her word is adventure. So this is how she makes decisions every day in her life. And she owns her own clinic as well, her own psychology clinic here in Calgary. So she's a psychology entrepreneur. And this is how she makes decisions around parenting and getting out of bed and what she puts into her body and what how she spends her work time and her free time, you know, how she shows up in life and her occupational performance roles. And I like that for me and I really like that for us. And for example, if you are out there and you're thinking about starting a business, an OT business, a new one, and your life word is connection, let's say. I want you to look at the things you are doing now on the road to starting this business. If your life were is connection and you know that by starting this business, you will be able to connect with a greater audience, you will help more people. I mean, that's, you know, the reason all of us do this. Are you doing busy work then? Are you putting up walls of busy work to prevent you from really starting? And if so, are you living your life word of connection? Again, we offer some tools to help. We have our OTs Get Paid quiz where you can find out if you are in the start, grow, or scale phase and also what you need to do in each of these phases. Another, of course, is to become a client. We can help you get started. I recommend giving me a ring. We can work one-on-one or you can be On the waitlist for the road to 100K. The link for that is also in the show notes. But before that, every one of us, me included, we need to get honest with ourselves and figuring out what is blocking us from just starting. So join me at this season as I go forth to the next stage and have to bring curiosity and enjoying the process and show up bravely and with integrity to just start something new for my life in this new phase. And I know that those of you who want to do a business are feeling the exact same way. So let's do it together. Until next time. This has been OTs Get Paid, recorded live in Studio C. That's Studio Closet. I'm Trish Williams. If you have feedback on today's episode, send us a DM on IG at OTs Get Paid or join our Facebook group at OTs Get Paid. We would really love to hear from you. We'd also love it if you could subscribe and write a review for the podcast. Each month, I'll pick a random review for a shout out to get your name and business on the air. Until next time.